0: Punpah Welcome to CEO Money. I'm Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. All right, I have Steve Churchin. He is the Chief Product Officer of XYPro.com. All right, Steve, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you, Michael. Thanks for. Uh, I'm glad to be here.
0: Give us some background on you, your company, and I want to dive into what makes XYPro stand out among security companies.
1: Sure. So, Zyper has been in business for over 35 years. Uh, We uh, we specialize in HPE nonstop security and uh, recently more in cybersecurity, intelligence and analytics. Um, A lot of our customers are large telecoms, financial institutions, uh, global Fortune 500 companies. Um, We handle most of the compliance auditing and database management for a lot of these large organizations. So what we do is secure mission-critical environments. Um, stuff these these are back ends of telecoms, uh, ATM networks, and other financial service providers. Uh, myself, I've been in the cybersecurity business for about twenty years now. Um, I've started off doing um, application development and SOC management. Uh, I've done a little bit of i tr- I've done a bit of training. I've worked for uh, global uh, organizations, uh, managing their cybersecurity environment, and then putting together cybersecurity programs as a CISO. Uh, And now in my role as uh, chief product officer at Zypro, I focus primarily on compliance, uh, data privacy, and uh, threat detection issues.
0: All right. You are a a cut above and separate in, in in a disruptive industry sector. What makes Zypro stand out above everybody else and so different, so special?
1: Sure. So um, our customers definitely Our focus on our customers and the type of customers that um, we've got responsibility to. So it's all the big brands you can think of are uh, more or less our customers. Um, We excel at uh, understanding what the customer requirements are, what it is that we need to provide them. And then they look to us as uh, an innovator in this business uh, to stay ahead of the curve and identify to them how we can best put a strategy in place to help them uh, manage risk, um, become compliant and address their uh, technical challenges in the security space.
0: One of the big problems a lot of people are facing is this phishing. And I wanted to find out if you could give me some information on how to best combat that.
1: Sure. It, uh, it always starts with your employees. It's, it's, uh, there's no use if you spend a ton of money and resources and put all this sophisticated technology in place uh, if your employees and your folks aren't aware of what to do and what not to do. It's, uh, it's, the analogy I like to use is Ah, uh, putting together a complicated or a very high tech security system for your home, but it's no use if you're not going to lock your doors and lock your windows or close your garage door when you um, when you leave the house. Uh, it's similar like that in a, in a in a uh, corporate stand- from a corporate standpoint, is uh, you can spend all the money you want on technology and putting things together in place to to secure in your environment, but your people have to be aware of what they should be and should not be doing. For example, uh, everybody from the top down, from your CEO to the admins to um, to finance to everybody uh, needs to be aware what can constitute a, a phishing attempt and um, how people are falling for it, victim for it.
0: What are some, some of the common things that we're seeing right now in IT scams that the public needs to be aware of?
1: It's uh, an interesting one has come to light recently, it's um, because of all these password or or these website hacks that happened four or five years ago, uh, from Yahoo to, to Facebook, so to some of the other ones, a lot of people's personal passwords are floating around uh, in the uh, on the dark web right now. So I'm sure many of you have seen these emails uh, that you receive with your password in clear text stating that they've got compromising videos of yourself or uh, some other type of thing that really tugs at the heartstrings and makes you think, "Hmm, this is this sounds legitimate," uh, asking you and then asking you for Bitcoin. A lot of people are falling for this. Um, it's it's more or less. I've got a I've got a video of you doing something you shouldn't be doing, and unless you um, send five hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin, I'm going to blast this out to all of your con- all of your business contacts. Uh, interesting enough, a lot of people are falling for this. Um, again, it's one of those things that really tugs at people and, and hits them personally and makes them think, hmm, it all stems from uh, 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 breaches that, these are the, this is the effect of breaches that were there four or five years ago, and now we're seeing the effects of them. Uh, another one that's been going around recently is these what's known as these CEO scams, where you would get an email from uh, the finance department or some other admin would get an email from the, um, from the CEO, what appears to be a, a CEO or some other exec in the company, asking them to wire money to another uh, bank account or go out and buy gift cards. And, you know, people have a general... Um, willingness to help out when they see a message like that so you're seeing a lot of that scam floating around right now
0: what is zypro doing right now to um prevent with with your clients prevent these pervasive invasive um scams and hacks because i mean i'll, I'll give you an example I, I was a victim of this too so it's a kind of a personal matter for me and you know on an apple iphone Normally, you have a thousand people that you can hold into your address book. Somebody hit me, and I got twenty three thousand people in my address book. And I, there's got to be something that people can do to protect themselves um, with with your instruction. so give give me some ideas of what you're doing to help people stay away from this ever pervasive, um, and ever expanding industry sector. Now it's an entire industry sector. It's not just some hacker off in Croatia or Serbia that uh, you know that just was a was a whiz kid at school. I mean, the, the, there's whole industry sectors in this thing now.
1: Oh yeah they're they're very organized when it comes to this stuff it's and and they're um they're all reaping the benefits from it uh and it's a numbers game really if you if you blast this out to you know a thousand people and even one percent of it bite or one percent of them bite you're doing pretty well um but what we try and do is a lot of education so we we educate internally for our staff is make sure everybody is aware of what to do what not to do but we also do a lot of thought thought external thought leadership too is kind of staying ahead of the industry, understanding uh, where we've been, where we are now and where we're trending to and kind of put some messaging and some uh, some thought around and leadership around that. Uh, we speak at conferences, we engage closely with our customers on what to do, what not to do. Um, but it's really about, at this point, it's education. It's less technology. I mean, technology does have a role in it, but it's less, uh, it's less and more education. The more educated you are, the less reliant you'll be on the technology. Uh, but the technology has some aspects to it that you don't you do want to consider you know when when you look at your iPhone and you see 30 new updates this week um, install them it's not a it, it, it they're not there for um, just to have a big number they're there to to because these the as these application developers are actually detecting bugs and and patching up their software so the example you just gave uh, is uh, is an important one um, you know make sure you're you're phones and your computers and all your other devices are are updated and and current when it comes to security patches like that and it'll prevent things like that i mean it's not a it's there there's no perfect security and these these patches and these bugs are going to continue being revealed but uh at least at least it helps you mitigate that risk
0: where are you taking the company from here i mean you're the chief product officer that means you've you're you're in there in the beginning the morphing of it the the architecture to 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 go into the future because this is a you know this is you have job security let me just put it that way as we go forward
1: yeah we're getting more and more into uh intelligent data analytics and threat detection uh but around contextualization so um a, a lot of my my core focus right now is around uh intelligent data or contextualized data. Um, we, use contextual, uh, we, we use context for just about everything in our lives from where we're gonna eat to um, communicating on a, on a day-to-day basis with colleagues to everything else. Um, it seems like contextualization or contextual information when it comes to cybersecurity has been behind the curve and lacking a little bit. So we've seen we've seen an opportunity with some of the things that we've put in place over the 30 years, 35 years that Cypher has been in existence and and leveraging that for upcoming threats that we need to be aware of. So uh, being able to leverage what we've built to provide more intelligent, uh, contextual data that can be actionable for people, um, because as we're dealing with right now, it's, it takes an average of six months to detect that any network has been compromised. Yeah. So it takes, a, it takes months to identify a breach. And to me, that's, that's, that's tough to swallow. That's a tough pill to swallow. We can't accept that as the norm. Um, so we take a look. So Zyper itself takes a look and see what can we do to help with that? What can we do to reduce that mean time to detection? And uh, the more we engage with our customers, the more we engage with our market and, and some other verticals we're, we're getting into, the more we realize that it all really comes down to data and getting a, a core understanding of, of data and how we can make that more actionable.
0: Wonderful. Thank you for that answer. I appreciate that. Thank you for being a guest on our show today. Sure. It was my pleasure. Thank you, Michael. Mine too. All right. Uh, thanks for watching. Don't forget, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.